Hello again, and welcome back to Ring My Bell, the podcast about Taco Bell and masturbation. I'm your host, Ben, and today with us we have James uh, from um, different projects. We'll get into that. How's it going, James? It's it's going pretty well. I, I kind of blanked out during your intro, so I heard my name perked right up. I'm ready to talk about Futurama. I've got my Futurama shirt on. <laughs> I would say anything but Jurassic Bark. I'm not really, I'm not really prepared to deal with that emotional, that emotional upheaval tonight. But any other episode, I'm down. Excellent. Well, it's it's funny that you're wearing a shirt about my uh, original podcast because right now I'm wearing a shirt with Community on it, which is the new podcast that we do in place of uh, Futurama. Now that we finished that, so. We're both in the mood for um, different podcasts than what we're actually recording tonight. So that's that's the energy you really want to bring when you are on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Friday nights, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, as stated at the top of the show, this is the podcast about Taco Bell and masturbation. So those are those are our two topics that we're going to be discussing today, and I give my guest the honor of choosing which of those topics are going to be discussed first. Well, it's it's a tough choice to choose between the two. I don't I don't know that in in past uh instances that I've found starting with Taco Bell to be particularly advantageous, but I think in this case we should probably start with Taco Bell. Excellent. All right then. So my usual question that I ask everyone on the show is what is your usual Taco Bell order? Usually I go for the uh, beefy five-layer burrito. Maybe I'll drop in a Doritos Loco Taco or two on there. And then if I'm feeling extra frisky, I'll get the, uh, oh no, the the cinnamon balls, not the cinnamon twists, although those are quite good. The uh, the The cream-filled cinnamon balls which now it sounds like we're already advancing, but that those are, those are kind of, oh, and, and got to have a Baja Blast. 90% of the reason I started going to Taco Bell 10 years ago or so was whenever the Baja Blast was introduced. So. Okay. That, that's a, let's, let's talk about that for a moment because I will be, I will be totally honest. Um, I have never actually had a Baja Blast. I'm the guy who does a, ta- a podcast about Taco Bell and I've never had one, mostly because I, I think I feel a little bit uh, awkward uttering the phrase, um, yes, and a Baja Blast into a speaker. So, so <laughs> what, what is it? What is it about the Baja Blast? Because a lot of people so far uh, on this show have, have brought up the Baja Blast. So I'm real curious about this. I think for a long time it was that it was only available there. I don't know that it was that good. Maybe it was, but I think because the the rarity, it's it's like, you know, getting the last Pokemon or or something else equally as rare as the last Pokemon. It was only available at Taco <laughs> Bell until they released into the the cans or the 20 ounce bottles and just knowing that I was like, well, I really just want a Baja Blast, but since I'm here, I guess I'll get a burrito. And I, I think that was the initial thing. And then, like most things that are bad for me, I got hooked to it and now just crave it. So it's it's less about uh, quality and more about scarcity. So, okay. 
And I would say that's that's when I started going to Taco Bell too. Was when it wasn't scarce. Uh, when I, where I grew up in Massachusetts, there was a single Taco Bell. There might have been a second one, but I kind of ignored it in favor of more more American fast food. But when I moved to Portland, there was a Taco Bell every three miles plus food courts. So I was like, well, I'll try something I haven't tried before. And then the Baja Blast was also there. See, it's funny that you say that about Portland because I am in a section of Portland that is sort of, uh, I like to call it the chain store desert. Um, Because if I want to go to a Taco Bell or a Carl's Jr. or uh, McDonald's or like, I've got to go at least a little bit uh, to, to find one. Um, you know, I can find all sorts of great local, you know, handcrafted artisan, whatever. Um, there's some of the best Indian food I've ever had right here in my neighborhood. But sometimes I'm like, man, I don't really want to have to go drive, you know, uh, 15 minutes out to go get a Taco Bell, you know? Yeah, I, I lived on uh, in Tigard and in Beaverton, and so there was, where, especially where I was, it was every fast food restaurant was within about two miles, and if you wanted anything of local or quality, then you would have to go a little further. So I had the exact opposite experience when I lived there. The fast food grass is always greener on the other side, as they say. Very <laughs> common expression. Yes, yes, especially the fast food grass they don't feed to their beef. Right. And now, now I'm sad. <laughs> Oh shit! Now I now I feel like I've got to splice a sad trombone sound effect into that. So I don't know. That sounds like work, Ben. That's the quality of that show now is uh, <laughs> splicing in sad trombones on a Friday night. Uh, because what else am I doing <laughs> with my life right now? Can't go out, Ben. Um, it's true. Um, <laughs> Okay, so that's so the the Baja Blast is about the the sort of scarcity of it. Um, the you said uh, your other main thing is is the uh, the five layer, yeah, yeah, the beefy five layer. I don't even if you ask me what the five layers were. Let's see, beef, cheese, beans, sour cream. I guess the the tortilla would also be a layer. Maybe that's it. Okay. I never really give it much thought, but yes. It's it's cheap. It is it is not the worst thing on the menu, although I don't know. I, I, I actually had one a couple of weeks ago in preparation for this recording and I did not feel excellent for the rest of the day. It could have been the <laughs> could have been the five layer burrito, could have been the large Baja blast, could have been the two or three Red Bulls I had in the morning. I mean, who can say? You can't it's not a science digestion. It Taco Bell digestion wise is really rolling the dice it's not a science it's a gamble absolutely and i'm willing to take that gamble for eight dollars at a time yeah absolutely i mean like you know like i said i i can go you know basically around the corner and get some amazing indian food um and you know between me and my girlfriend that's gonna set us back you know 30 bucks plus a tip you know I'm willing I'm willing to take some real big gambles when I can get three burritos for like six bucks. It's not a higher quality meal. It's not generally a more enjoyable meal, but sometimes cheap and fast will will do the trick. That's what they always said about me in college. Um, 
there was a joke there. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I was, it's not a good I, joke for yourself, but absolutely <laughs> go for it. I, I approve of self-deprecating humor. I was trying to find a, a joke in there, and really, I just owned myself. Um, but yeah, I feel like... Just so, like in college. Just like in college. I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into the self-owning later if you catch my drift. So uh, the, I feel like the, the thing about the, the layered burritos, because one of my usuals is the, the seven layer, which is a, a vegetarian option. I, I like like it's it's a good solid vegetarian option, but sometimes I feel like having sour cream as its own layer gets really weird because it it sort of makes the rest of the burrito colder, right? So sometimes you go to you go to eat it and it's like cool, I'm eating a lukewarm burrito, which is never a thing you want to be able to say. And then you get to that sour cream layer and sometimes it's the best thing. And sometimes it's like, I am eating a mouthful of sour cream right now. Fuck my life. What, what choices did I make in my life to get to this point? And, and it depends on the distribution of the, uh, of the sour cream as well. Sometimes it is evenly distributed. Other times you have a quarter cup of it just at the top or bottom of your burrito. And that's, that's a miserable experience for everybody involved. Right, especially like just the bottom of the burrito all over you, you know. right? Because then you're like, "Cool, I just had a good burrito," and then downed it with a, a healthy dessert of a quarter cup of sour cream. <laughs> yeah, you don't want a chaser in your burritos. Typically, <laughs> it's not it's not an ideal burrito experience. <laughs> I just I made myself just a little grossed out at the idea of uh, a shot of like a quarter <laughs> cup of sour cream um, i mean maybe you can maybe you can mix in some diablo sauce or some hot sauce really if you're gonna suffer just suffer all the way there you go speaking of hot sauce what is your hot sauce of preference at taco bell i'll take anything i mean if they're if they have diablo i'll have the diablo it's got a little bit of a sweet kick to it it's it's not like sriracha but it's enough like sriracha that i can kind of fool myself if i've forgotten to bring some to work or something like that but i mean fire's good the standard hot is good the green sauce is okay i guess i mean the if, if i'm getting it and bringing it home which is a, a rare thing because the nearest taco bell to where i live is about 20 minutes away and if i wanted lukewarm garbage food i would go at the 12 to one o'clock lunch hour but uh-huh. if I'm bringing it home, uh, Mrs. What's the last name? I'll get it. Mrs. Renfro, the brand has has a bunch of really good hot sauces that are quality and taste and heat all at once. So usually I'll I'll defer to that instead of whatever hot sauce that Taco Bell is offering up. But in a pinch, the Diablo is my go-to. Yeah, I, I can appreciate that. Like, you know, I I will I I love. Uh, a good Taco Bell burrito now and then, but like, you know, the hot sauce is the hot sauce is not bad, but I I'm I I sound like such an asshole when I say it, but I'm a bit of a hot sauce connoisseur. <laughs> but but I think you can be. There's so many kinds of hot sauce in the world. Like one of the grocery stores here has this wall of three ounce bottles, and there's probably fifty or sixty different hot sauce brands. 
that are probably all different. And if I went and spent, you know, $6 a bottle, I bet I would try them all and they would all be good in their own ways. But yeah, I, I think you're allowed to be just, it's weird to be at Taco Bell, but I also <laughs> yes. am that way. So I understand that. Excuse me, Taco Bell Garcon, please bring me your finest aged hot sauce. The, the, <laughs> I mean, it's all aged. <laughs> yes, the uh, I'll I'll take the uh, 2014 Diablo. Thank you. It was a very good year for the Diablo sauce. You just you just you, so, know, you, you get it in the glass. You you kind of mix it around. You take a good whiff. Uh-huh. That's how you know quality hot sauce. This this is a total aside, but I'm I'm in a Fraser shit posting group, which is the most classic Ben thing I can ever say. <laughs> I was gonna and... say I'm shocked to hear it. <laughs> but now I'm just imagining Fraser being a fucking Taco Bell hot sauce snob. <laughs> I have seen exactly one episode of Fraser in my life, and everything else I know about it is stuff that you've retweeted on Twitter. And occasionally they show up in videos that I watch on YouTube. So I know he is very snooty. <laughs> oh, oh, in that Simpsons episode where where it's him yes. and uh, David Hyde Pierce. Though that I that yes. I also understand as an extended sign or a, an extended Frasier reference. Not not Seinfeld. Okay. Probably. So um, imagine Sideshow Bob being a hot sauce connoisseur. Um, uh, ben, fine. you're reading my fan fiction. Please don't. It's not published yet. There's not nearly enough nudity. It is not ready for the internet. Descriptions of nudity, of course, except for some ASCII drawings I did of Sideshow Bob's penis. That's my thing. But I'm not ready to share it with the world. The world is not ready. Uh, I mean, you know what they say about a guy with uh, cartoonishly long clown feet. He's got a very gorgeous ASCII penis just waiting to be written up in that fan fiction. And they say it because it's just so snappy. It's just, it's, you know, you get it out there and it's like, yep, that was, that was so snappy. It was good. It was perfect. Um, Ben, what are we doing? What are we doing here, Ben? (laughs) I'm blowing out my levels because I don't know what's going on. Um... You know, uh, I expect to go some strange places on this podcast. Um, Sideshow Bob as a hot sauce connoisseur with an ASCII uh, penis is not not a place I ever expected to go. Um, Well, here we are. (laughs) It's 2020. Um, We've got to find our joy where we can. And if that is um, ASCII art of Sideshow Bob's penis... Um, then, okay, I've said it so many times, I have to Google this now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. ASCII art of sideshow Bob penis. <laughs> Things I never knew I wanted, but probably also did not want. Hmm. Well, Google has let me down. Um... Because there is no Sideshow Bob ASCII art penis. It's, it's probably on some old Game Facts guide to like Bart versus the Space Mutants or something. Someone had it and someone made probably. it, but no one ever saw it because no one beat that game. 
Uh, yes. So, anyways, um, Taco Bell uh, is great. Taco Bell is something. <laughs> I I will never forgive them because they uh, the way they hooked me in initially was actually barbacoa, and. I hadn't really gone to Taco Bell too often when it happened. I, if I had done better research, I would have looked up when they served it. But it was it was for like one of those month-long promotions, and it was the best thing I ever had. They had it paired with the flatbread that they do from time to time, and I loved it, and it was amazing. And I went almost every day for three weeks to get it. And then one day I pulled up, and it was gone, and I was sitting in the drive-thru like an asshole, and didn't really know what else to order. And I think that was the first time I ordered the beefy five layer. I'm like, well, even if it sucks, it's cheap. But but it was not barbacoa. Okay. So I, I did a quick Google search. Um, there's an image uh, on an old Blogspot blog from September 25th, 2010. Um, with a, a 2010 era camera cell phone shot um, of barbacoa on the taco bell menu and i gotta say this looks fucking delicious it was it was i hate to use this word to describe anything taco bell but it was transcendent it was very very good i had no idea what it was i just thought i think i looked on the menu and said the same thing i said that looks amazing i want it inside me whatever i have to do i will do it I mean, they, it looks like they had a they had a barbacoa burrito. They had a barbacoa quesadilla and a barbacoa soft taco. And like, I would eat any and all of those. That that sounds. I'm retroactively mad at Taco Bell. These look <laughs> fucking great. So maybe I'm mixing it up. Then if they didn't have the flatbread, that must be something else. But yeah, I think I just had the quesadilla. It just it seemed simple enough. It looked good and. It was actually in the last year that I made my own barbacoa finally, and it was, I'm sure it had to have been better, but 10 years is is a hell of a thing on a brain. So all I will ever remember, though, is that I could just pull up Taco Bell and say, hey, I want a barbacoa, whatever, and then I'd be home with it. I wouldn't have to, uh, I wouldn't have to slow cook it for 10 hours. I wouldn't have to get up (laughs) at 5 a.m. to brown the beef and toss it into a crock pot. It was so much simpler. It was a simpler time. I mean, you know, good good barbacoa is is worth it. I think. Sorry, right, I'm I'm going down a weird uh, <laughs> going down a weird rabbit hole here because there's also two years ago uh, on Reddit on Reddit.com/r/TacoBell. I don't know why. Like any time I see a really weird specific Reddit, I'm like. I don't know why I'm surprised that this exists. Everything exists here. But it looked like uh, in 2018, Europe also had uh, carnitas and barbacoa. Um, Hmm. Well, now I'm jealous hmm. of Europe again. I mean, aren't we all? Although I don't know that I would trust Taco Bell with carnitas. I don't, I mean, I don't know. If they did barbacoa, maybe they can do carnitas too. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I feel like I feel like barbacoa is. Ju- I'm. I'm always. I'm always going to be thinking about this barbacoa now. You've. You've opened up a door for me, and I can't even get it. I will never get to experience the transcendence of Taco Bell barbacoa. 
I mean, time travel. Yeah, I'm going to go back to 2010 and getting Taco Bell barbacoa as the thing I'm going to do. You know, not fix all the nightmarish <laughs> hell that we're living in 10 years later. No, 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 good sir. I'm going to get that barbacoa. I'm going to upload some Sideshow Bob ASCII penis art before you do. So I'm the originator of it. And that's it. That's what I'm going to time travel to do because I'm selfish and a troll. Uh, I mean, the the butterfly effect, Ben. Who knows what will come of you having ASCII penis art on (laughs) ASCII Sideshow Bob penis art. I mean, anything could happen. Once Once that first domino goes... So goes the world. That is going to be the, uh, <laughs> that's going to be the thing that really just unravels society. There you go. It's like back to the future where like Marty goes back in time and he brings some ASCII art of Sideshow Bob's penis and uh, then he accidentally gets not born. Um, so, you know, tale as old as time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You know, I'm, that could that my, could have been in a later level of the NES game and no one would know about that either. No one beat that game either. No, that's I, I think on uh Twitter like a month ago or whatever, you were you were tweeting about NES games that ruined weekends by renting them. Back to the future, that was one of them. I was fortunate enough to be given that for a either a birthday or a Christmas gift. That one, Dick Tracy. Ooh. Oh, there must have been others. Dick Tracy, I'll well, that's this is not the time or the place, but I Dick Tracy has some good properties that kind of lift it up, but ooh boy. Back to the Future was just rough. It was bad. It was straight up bad. Sorry, I'm still just going down this weird barbacoa rabbit hole. Just keep digging. It's apparently fine. apparently they've scrubbed the commercial from the internet, uh, according to this Reddit post. So not only not only does it not exist anymore, now it's a conspiracy. We're into some shit now here, James. <laughs> well, I guess we know what the next next podcast project will be is. I'm trying to get to the bottom <laughs> of the barbacoa. Buh, buh. There's got to be a word. No, I don't have any alliteration for you. I apologize. Barbacoa. But there's no good cover-up. So that start with B. I was going to say blunder, like which obviously taking it off the menu ever was a blunder, but obviously. Um, okay, so do you have anything else you would like to add about Taco Bell? I feel like I'm just going to keep staring at barbacoa burritos on the internet. Um, no, I, so I, I think, got I anything... think that I now that I've hooked somebody else on barbacoa, someone else who's never even tried it. I think I think my work here for Taco Bell is done. I mean, I, I think I got a, a pretty good idea of sort of your usual Taco Bell MO. So, uh, you know, that's, that's what we're really here to talk about. And, you know, I feel like saying I used to get the transcendent one they don't offer anymore uh, is part of it. I mean, I think everyone who's been on this show so far has been like, there used to be this thing that I got all the time and now they don't have it. So I think that's part of the Taco Bell experience, to be honest. And I feel like Everyone's other got fast food, yeah, and I feel like other fast food doesn't really have that. It's not like McDonald's gets rid of the Big Mac or 
Like I know I they mean, had the got, Mick DLT, and I know they had a few other things here and there. But well, they've, they've got the McRib, and it keeps coming back, and people keep being like, why are you excited about this? This is literal garbage. It is literal garbage, and I love garbage. I want more garbage in my mouth and in my stomach and making me feel like crap for the rest of the day. That's how I know I'm alive. I've had one McRib in my life, and granted, I was... I mean, I was pretty young. Um, all I remember is gagging and wanting to throw up. So every time people are like, oh, shit, yeah, the McRib's coming back. I'm like, why? It's it's exceptionally average, but you can only get it certain times of the year. So, yeah, it's I think Baja that's a big part of it. It's the Baja Blast thing. It's the scarcity. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're, we're uncovering some things here. All right. I'm like the the last time they had the McRib last year, I missed it. Like all the places locally and in a sixty to ninety minute drive were all sold out every time I went by, and I was like, I feel disappointed. But I could probably go to any <laughs> grocery store and get a frozen Marie Callender's riblet, something or other. It'll be shaped just the same. It'll have barbecue sauce. I can even slap it on a roll. It'll probably be at least the same, if not better. So I. I I might have done that. But you don't get the joy of going into the drive-thru and being like, one McRib, please. And I feel like that's part of it. You gotta... One McRib, please. You you (laughs) need to wear your shame on your sleeve. You need to be out in public so people know that you are the monster that keeps bringing the McRib back. I am the nasty boy who keeps bringing the McRib back. That just shovel some extra barbecue sauce on there. Hell, just drop it in a large cup and I'll drink it right out of there. I, even though I, I do not like the McRib, I kind of want a t-shirt now that says I'm the nasty boy who keeps bringing back the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good to have a pariah on hand so you know who to blame. Um, excellent. So, uh, on, on the nasty boy McRib note, um, let's move on to our second topic of conversation, and that is, of course, masturbation. So, James, what is your usual uh, sort of uh, MO when it comes to masturbating? I used to have one before I moved in with my wife's parents, and everything was much smaller than it used to be, and <laughs> privacy was was almost impossible to find. So I don't know anymore. It's kind of whenever, wherever, Shakira style. <laughs> okay. No, I can, I can appreciate that. Like it's, uh, it can be kind of hard to, you know, when, when you don't have your own spaces, it's, it's really hard. Um, I mean, I, I talked about it on a previous episode, but like, man, those, those college years, that was rough, right? My, my freshman year, I did, I had a roommate, my first semester and then my second semester I technically had a roommate but he never was there and so that was pretty cool but it also set up the expectation for the next three years that was was not borne out at all so yeah it was it was very good for about three months and then the rest of my college experience was similarly marred by roommates right like my sophomore year um, I lived in, uh, one of the, the residence halls that had, uh, four people to a room. Um, so it was sort of a suite where you had 
two different bedrooms. So it was two people to a bedroom. And then you had sort of a, a living area um, where like everyone would have their computers and a TV and, you know, and uh, that was real rough because it's like, okay, I can't do it in the bedroom because my roommate's in there. I can't do it out in the living room because other people are out there. We've only got one bathroom for four dudes, so I don't really want to take up the time in that. Like, when am I ever going to do this? It was like, do you know, real quick uh, after everyone went to bed out in the out on the couch in the living room. So, you know, not that any of them ever knew that um, if they're listening to this right now. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, guys. No, you got to think at least one of them probably knew. I mean we're we're never as careful as we think we are right i mean i remember when i was a kid being like ha 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 i'm just going to go into the bathroom and i'm just going to go do this real quick and no my parents they fucking knew like there was no there was yeah. no subtlety in that yeah no i've a, i have a 12 year old who thinks he's subtle and i'm like i don't i've already <laughs> told him it's fine just like you got your space you got your own room use that <laughs> uh yeah no i i i thought i was being just so fucking subtle and no not not even remotely um okay so so you don't have much room for yourself to to uh do this so it's, it's kind of turned into like a early morning late at night sort of thing it's like well i'll take a shower and i'm already here i'm already naked you know, it's it's. I will say uh, the debate that came up in the in a previous episode of sitting up versus lying down versus, you know, various mm-hmm. other possible options. Uh, I I I don't have that. I it's kind of like well, I can stand or I guess I could maybe squat on the floor in the shower, but that's not <laughs> great either. Uh-huh. I do, I'm not into drowning. Well, I don't think. I'm pretty sure, but. <laughs> it just, it's just kind of like, you know, I got 10 extra minutes here. I could shave my head or I could masturbate. And one of those usually wins out. It's not usually shaving my head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that actually sounds kind of familiar because um, one summer in, in college, I was uh, staying on a friend's couch for a couple of weeks between leases on apartments and... Uh, I was, yeah, I was sleeping out on the couch. So like, you know, it's like, well, when I'm, when I'm taking a shower, that's the only possible time. So I get that. But I I will say I've, I've recently discovered vibrators for people with penises. And it's one of those things that I kind of, I spent a long time with a lot of hangups about a number of things, sex and masturbation related, but I don't know that any of my hangups were bigger than sex toys of any kind and um i just had a friend say oh you should check out this site it's pretty discreet it's made specifically for people with penises and it'll it'll probably work for you and uh i will say yes it absolutely does okay um i'm i'm curious about about this because um i i mean i've i've not done much research into uh 
uh, sex toys for the penis havers. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, as it sounds like you've listened to previous episodes, you are aware that I do have one, but it's sort of the like de facto, like when, when people think of, uh, sex toys for folks like us, I mean, it's sort of like they, they think of the, the fleshlight. So I don't really know much about vibrators, and I think a lot of that definitely comes down to marketing. I mean, if you go into sex shops, even that's kind of the front and center in most places. Like a lot, there's a lot of dildos. There's a lot of penis-shaped sorts of things. There's plugs. There's rings. But there's not a lot of there's not a lot of like specific male or penis penis adjacent masturbators. Penis. What's the phrase? I don't know, but there's like penis wielding masturbators. <laughs> I like it. Yes, <laughs> and uh, so there's there's you know there's sleeves or there's like the uh, the penetrative toys like the fleshlight. But yeah, the it's it's one of those things like outside of the and this will age me uh, outside of the rumble pack on the N64. <laughs> I had not really given a whole lot of thought to to <laughs> vibration it's just you know let's see star fox was 97 so 14 15 mm-hmm. although i mean i also played star fox into college too but i think by that point i had moved beyond beyond the what the rumble pack could provide but yeah it was like this this 20-year gap and it wasn't something that i specifically was looking for i was just kind of complaining to one of my friends about just kind of being bored with masturbation, which is never a phrase I ever wanted to think or utter in my life. But when you're, when you're crammed in a house with five to seven people and your, your private time is few and far between, it's like, well, I don't really want to go through the whole process of finding porn or finding like erotica or like just the whole, I didn't want to wine and dine myself anymore. It just, it was not worth the time and effort to, to, to put in the work to really make it a full masturbatory experience. It was more stressful than not. And it's like, I don't know. I just, I think maybe I'll just not masturbate for a while, I guess. And, uh, she pointed me to this, she pointed me to this one site that was all about, they're, they're all about vibrational toys for all genders, uh, called hot octopus. And it's octopus with two S's. I assume that's supposed to be dirty, but, um, a lot of their I'll products, yeah, a lot of their products were were based on medical technology for people who like literally couldn't uh, get or maintain erections in a lot of cases. Like they were, they were specifically made so people who were uh, who were paralyzed could still uh, have children, and they they okay. shrunk down the technology essentially to to make it for a wider audience essentially. Okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty neat. Yeah, at least for the the stuff for the penis havers, the the stuff for people with vaginas is a little more varied. Mostly it's mostly vibration, non-penetrative, but there's a little bit here and there, but uh the first one I went for, I went for because it was $69 and I can't <laughs> resist that. Uh it was yeah, called the Jet. I mean, that's good marketing right there, let me tell you. Yeah, and I'm, I, you know, it could be coincidence, but it seems, ugh, I hate to say it, but it seems a little on the nose. But it's called the Jet with two T's. It is, uh, it's got a remote that you plug in these two vibrating uh, balls, I guess you would call them. 
Um, okay. You plug those in. There's a little silicone sleeve where you you place the the vibrating balls, and then it uh, it also then attaches to the head of the penis, kind of like right below the head. And at first, I was like, I don't know. This seems like a lot. I don't know that this is going to be all that pleasurable. Not that I've had a ton of experience with vibration, but um, it's amazing. It is okay. absolutely fantastic. It's like if you're looking for a quick and I was going to say quick and easy, it's not necessarily easy because it is vibration. So there is about 50 decibels of vibration. <laughs> but okay. I mean, I start the shower, start the, uh, start the overhead fan. We're good. But it's okay, it's like great. like zero to zero to sixty in five minutes. I mean, it's it's pretty wonderful. Yeah. So I I went to the website um, that you were talking about. I'm looking at it right now. I see. Like it's it's kind of hard to. Um, I mean, I think you did you gave a really good description in as much as you can describe this thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. The uh, website has a picture of it uh using like a, a dildo as a example of what it would look like when set up yeah it's 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 more difficult to describe than i thought i thought i had a pretty good i mean it's right here in front of me <laughs> so i thought i could just describe it pretty easily but yeah it's it's not it's not something you would normally consider i don't think as a as a sex toy i guess if you looked at it you'd probably know biggest complaint though is it does have it does run on uh four double a batteries so if if you're if you're really getting into it and then it dies, that really sucks. But that's the that's the risk you run into. <laughs> I haven't uh, relied on four AA batteries since the original Game Boy. So <laughs> I, this this thing probably burns batteries faster than the original Game Boy. <laughs> I've I've had to replace them several times since I bought it in February. So so yeah, if uh, if anyone listening is is I mean I think you did a very good job of describing it. It's just a very difficult. Uh, contraption to try to describe but yeah that looks uh, that looks pretty good actually and also definitely not sponsored by this site but the whole no, web design no. on this site is pretty great i gotta say yeah it's it's got a really good mobile design which is useful when you're someone like me who's on their phone a lot like i have a i have a brand new laptop i think i've used it probably 20 times for things in the last month and a half and it's like well i could get it out or i could just use my phone so Mm-hmm. Good mobile design is is key. Um, also, I, I do uh, I do think it's funny that you were talking about the Rumble Pack because I definitely remember the days of like lying down a little bit more than I intended and the controller resting just right in the right place, and then you take that hit, and then you're like, oh, whoops, hello. <laughs> yeah the the train stage was I imagine a a moment of awakening for a lot of young gamers in in that age uh-huh. group it was it was one of those things I'm like well I guess I could go the one direction or I could do the train stage again yeah something about the train <laughs> stage just speaks to me today I should probably do that one again yeah and, I uh, I specifically remember in high school I had a, a very devout Mormon friend who would never in a million years masturbate because uh, why would he? Anyways, he uh, he had a, a PlayStation and so we'd occasionally swap uh, systems. And so he borrowed my N64 complete with Star Fox, complete with Rumble Pack. And he was like, man, I was lying down and then all of a sudden that started rumbling and it like he he was like i have sinned against god and i was like man just <laughs> oh no <laughs> just roll with it man 
I mean, maybe not with my rumble pack, but you know, if it, if it awakens something in you, I guess that's fine. And it's also appropriate that the, uh, the original VHS they sent out to promote Star Fox and the rumble pack had about the same quality acting as a porno. So it's, it's really true. I you remember can probably that find it on well. YouTube. It's, it's awful, but wonderful. It's childhood oh. awful. Yes, absolutely. Um, also, there was there was this game that um, I don't think a lot of people, or maybe I mean, it it was new to me. Um, but there's this game called Res, is a PlayStation Two game, and in Japan they had like it's a rhythm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I remember it now. I knew there was something with Res. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a rhythm based shooter, um, and so in Japan only they uh they released a you'd you'd plug it into the second controller and it was this thing you're supposed to hold with your hand um and it was it would vibrate to uh, to the beat and um a roommate of mine special ordered it from japan so that he could play res while uh the res uh thing was uh between his girlfriend's legs and um that was a thing going on in my living room, which at the time, <laughs> at the time I was fucking scandalized. And now I'm like, get it. <laughs> I, I had forgotten all about that. Yeah. Wow. That takes me back to early days of the internet. Oh, good times. So, you know, there, there are a lot of ways apparently to, to masturbate with video games as it turns out. Some more purposeful than others. Yeah, you mean you see that 32-pin connector? Ooh, check out that. (laughs) Check out that top loader. I feel gross now. I apologize. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's fair. That is fair. After such a a good uh, product, I also ordered another one with birthday gift card money that I got uh, called the Pulse Solo Lux, which is significantly more expensive at $150. And I kind of debated it both before I ordered it and the three or four days it took to get to me. But sometimes you got to treat yourself. It's um, this one's more, more I think what you might consider a normal penis masturbator to look like. It's more of just a. Let me look at it. Oh no, it's in a bag. Never mind. I'm not getting it out of the bag. That's too much work. But it's it's, it's, it's all good. I'm I'm pulling that one up on the website as well it's got it's it's more of just like a you know you insert the penis in and it's got a bunch of different speeds and and uh sort of vibration patterns and things and it's got this smartwatch styled remote where i guess you could wear it on your wrist but if you wear it on your wrist just like out you're gonna look Uh like an asshole it does not look at all Uh like a smartwatch it's got like four buttons on it does not (laughs) They they say it's so you can kind of do hands free stuff, and I guess you could, but I still wouldn't wear it on my wrist. It's, it's, <laughs> right. It's, it's also the 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 little silicon holder for the remote. Once you put it on your wrist, you're putting pressure on the on the portion that holds the remote in place, which is probably just going to pop it out anyway. So, not I not that I've done a whole lot with it as a wristwatch, but I would not recommend that. However, just having a hands-free experience is pretty awesome. Yeah, I I can only imagine. I mean, I've been uh, 
using my hands pretty much my whole life. So, and here you, you know. are using your hands like a sucker, Ben. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, this one. This has a little uh, animation of of how it pulses. Okay. And it's one of those things. It's like you know. Now that I've had both the 150 and the 69, it's like. I don't know that you need to jump right to the 150, especially like if I had kept the, uh, if I had just kept the $69 one, I don't know that I would have, I wouldn't have complained. It's, it's pretty excellent. And I guess I, maybe I just need to do more research, more hands-on or hands-off research as it were (laughs) to really compare the, Uh the orgasm result. But it's, it's comparable between the two. I'm glad I have options. I, I, I always, appreciate having an option to do one thing or another but uh, I, uh, I don't know it's rechargeable which is a big plus it's waterproof not the remote itself but it is waterproof the the toy itself so that i guess could be useful i haven't i haven't taken advantage of that yet either just because the last thing i want to do is drop it in the shower and have it buzzing <laughs> and kicking up water and <laughs> Right. It's just, it's, there's, there's certain, that would be loud. It's already, it's already a little bit louder than the jet. So I just, I've just kind of oh, traditionally geez. used it. <laughs> yeah. The, the website says, uh, 4,450 RPMs of sheer power. That's kind of a lot of power to put next to your junk, um, or directly in contact with your junk as it turns out. Yeah. I um, mean, it does feel good. It's not, it's not a bad experience for me, but yeah, boy, I, I didn't, I don't think I measured, I don't think I looked at the measurements on that. That's pretty, that's pretty something. I don't know. They say you can also like lube it up and then use it more like a standard sleeve masturbator, but eh, eh, eh I just, I don't tend to keep lube in the bathroom. Maybe I should, maybe that's on me, I guess, <laughs> but what what kind of idiot doesn't keep lube in the bathroom, James? Apparently, Come on. this kind of idiot. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, no. I I get that too. Like, I mean, that's part of the reason why I don't really ever use mine. Is like you gotta. It's a, it's a whole process, man. Like, you know. And I I don't even have the the same constraints that you do. Where it's like, well, I've got five minutes now, or it's never. But even I'm like, I don't want to take the time to get out the lube and do the whole thing and then everything's all you know luby and you gotta clean it up like it's a lot it's a lot to do turns out i'm pretty lazy when it comes to <laughs> masturbating so and sometimes it's worth it like i you know if if i want to treat myself right i will lubricate and i will just lay back and enjoy it but or sit back and enjoy it let's see hmm what is my go-to? It's it's literally been so damn long, I don't remember what my go-to is anymore. <laughs> I think sit. I think I was a, a sit upright. But, I mean, laying down's got its own... It's got its own benefits. You're laying down. You can just kind of mm-hmm. roll over and take a nap after. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's like... that. That's just like... It's just one of those luxuries I just don't have right now. There, there's been some days where I've considered finding a remote part of the county I live in and just like, could I just go somewhere and masturbate in my car? <laughs> could I do that? Like, there's not, there's, there's a, not a big population density, but mm-hmm. 
at the same time, it's like if if I just park my car somewhere and just hang out for 15 minutes, I feel like that would be kind of obvious too. So, right. You're going to be like classic teenager, like lover's lane. But when the police come tapping on your window, it's just going to (laughs) be you and a a sex toy hanging out in your car. So, uh, you know, have have fun explaining that one to literally everyone. I, I think I think it would be less scandalous if I was caught with somebody instead of just myself. Mm. Right. Ugh, it's too bad. There's there's a lot of open empty spaces. There's a lot of there's a lot of national forest, national park forest around. Uh, but uh, yeah, probably. I also feel like my family would notice if I disappeared for a half hour. It's like, oh, you didn't go to the store. No. No. Just really long lines, and then I forgot to buy anything because I was standing in line for so long. You know how it is. You just, you get in line, (laughs) you don't have anything in your hands, you get up to the register, you look like an asshole. What was I going to do? Go back in there and pick stuff up (laughs) and then get in line again? No, I'm the asshole that didn't bring anything the first time, so I just left. I have my dignity, Mm -hmm. damn it. I mean, also, if you go out to a national forest and jerk off, you know, that's a great never have I ever surprise. Like, you, you got to have someone in on it, I think, where they're like, never have I ever masturbated in a in a national park. And then old James, he takes a drink <laughs> and everyone's like, what? Oh, boy, there's a question of places I have and have not masturbated. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know that uh, we are have there any time. Per- <laughs> I mean, are there any particularly uh, weird ones that uh, that come to mind? Uh, the the I don't know if it's well, it's it's something. Um, I eighty four North in uh in Portland or eighty four is eighty four? Okay. Yeah, on the way to yeah, there was occasional traffic jams on when I was driving from Tiger to Clackamas, and it's like, well, we're not really moving. I guess I'll just see what happens. And a couple of times it happened. All right. Well, next time I'm cruising down I-84 or stuck in traffic on I-84, as the case may be, I'll be like, I will be content to know that my friend James masturbated here. Yeah. Like never, (laughs) never at full speed. You know, I was, I was semi smart about it. Probably possible. No, I don't know that I could defend this in any court of law, but it was just like, you know, if you're waiting around for 15, 20 minutes, why not make a make a day of it? I was going to be late to work anyway. I might as well be at least a little less stressed when I get there. Yeah, that I was going to say that makes sense. I'm not sure it does, but you know what? I'll allow it. <laughs> I, I would argue that it absolutely does not. But I'm trying to think if there's any other exceptionally weird ones. I don't know. When I was a teenager, I was advantageously masturbatory. So many people's bathrooms turned into masturbation points for me, but not not in a weird mm-hmm. way. Well, was there? A, I don't think there were any weird ones. I don't remember any particularly strange ones that I'm like, oh, it's this person's bathroom. I'm gonna jerk off in it. Right. I mean, I've I when I was a kid, there were you know a couple of uh, like friends' bathrooms or whatever. But like, I don't think it's, I don't think that's that weird. I mean, it's still a bathroom, you know? Yeah. You just got to make sure you clean up after like any respectful citizen would do. 
Exactly. A, a respectful citizen who will then go swirl a, a snifter of ta- <laughs> fine hot sauce from Taco Bell. Yeah, take a you, sip. You got to be extra fancy. But do that after you masturbate, not before. Because if you don't wash your hands, you're going to have a hell of a time. Uh huh. That's the biggest question I honestly get when I tell people I do this podcast. Or like, but wouldn't wouldn't that hurt? And I'm like, it's not about doing it at the same time. I mean, uh, Ben, you have how two you hands. Roll, you have two hands. Exactly. One hand can hold a burrito. One hand can hold your genitals. Look, if I get me one of these uh, hands-free <laughs> sex toys, I can have two burritos, <laughs> one in each hand. I can I can have a I can have a burrito in in one hand. I can finally try this Baja Blast everyone keeps telling me about. <laughs> I can have that in my other hand, and then I'll have a different kind of Baja Blast uh, a little further down <laughs> south. So, and I think you should then make some ASCII art of that. <laughs> Just tie the whole thing together. Beautiful, um, boy that. That paints a picture. Um, <laughs> so uh, I don't. I don't know if that there's anywhere else to go from there. I, I don't think there is. I think that. I think that will encapsulate just about everything anyone would ever need to know about Taco <laughs> Bell or masturbation. So on that note, uh, James, if the if the people listening to you right now would like more information about you and the podcasts that you do and or are planning to do. Uh, where can they find out more information? Well, I'm on Twitter at James underscore librarian. I keep thinking about updating it because I'm not technically a librarian yet, but it's aspirational. Have a Twitter handle for the job you want, not for the job you have. (laughs) Yes, I was told that all the way back in 1998 when I got my first job, and I had no idea what the hell they were talking about, but I took it to heart. Um, I, I did do a, a podcast that is currently on hiatus because, uh, as I said, I don't have a lot of free time or space. So uh, it's called The World to Be on the Tail. It was a Page a Day American Gods podcast, the book by Neil Gaiman. I would love to get back into it someday. That is at World Beyond Pod. And at some point when I get off my ass and find some theme music and actually learn how to schedule things i'm gonna do a clone high podcast which is currently unnamed probably something like clone high usa or clone high reunion show or clone high james actually did this fucking thing 2020 dot com dot net uh (laughs) there we go um and i do have a twitter handle for that it is simply clone high usa which was available and i love that it was available there you go um, and I'm, I'm looking very forward to, uh, clone high podcast. I've, I've considered doing one. Uh, I was considering doing one kind of a little bit. And then you were like, I'm going to do one. I'm like, there you go. You, you do it. Cause then I get to listen to it. Someone else so, does the editing. Someone else will do the rest of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not looking forward to it, but also kind of why I'm looking forward to it. Well, James, thank you very much for coming on the show um it was it was very uh informative i might have to look a little bit more into these bad boys here because this sounds pretty great and yeah it was uh great having you on the show it was definitely a lot of fun being here (laughs) well that's good um it's it's always a little bit of a weird sell and some people are like 
yeah, I might do that. And some people are like, get me on that fucking podcast yesterday. So, you know, it's all, it's, it's a fun experiment every time. As always, uh, I have been your host, Ben, and this was Ring My Bell, the podcast, the only podcast, I hope, about Taco Bell and masturbation. Uh, you can find more information about this show at ringmybell.sexandlasers.com. Uh, there's a contact form if you want to send me some email. You can find a link uh, to support the show by buying me a coffee. And uh, there is also a link to the Twitter, which is uh, at ringmybellpod. Yeah, I'd love to hear uh, from anyone listening. I mean, this is kind of a weird premise, but the fact that people are into it just tickles me. So uh, if you're listening, I'd, I'd love, uh, love a little shout out. Let me know what you're thinking about the show. And until next time, masturbate. It's healthy. It's healthy.